listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Here's our list of endorsement deals for Naomi Osaka. She has an endorsement deal with Yonex, Nike, Nissan Motors, Nippon Airways, very popular Japanese airway, MasterCard, and Melco Resorts. Those are those are just a few of her endorsement deals. Simone Biles, she has endorsement deals with Visa, Oreo. I just saw her on the Oreo commercial. It was a very good commercial. United Airlines, Uber Eats, Candid Teeth Alignment, and SK2 Skin Products, which obviously works because Simone Biles has, has flawless skin. She's racking in $6 million annually in endorsement deals. I talked last week on the show that, that Naomi Osaka, she made $55 million in endorsements in 2020 when many of us were scrapping and scraping, barely just keeping above water. During a global, she made $55 million during a global pandemic when millions and millions of people were losing their jobs. I am obviously the consummate capitalist. I don't, I don't begrudge these wonderful ladies, sisters, women, women of color, ambassadors, elite athletes, brilliant young people. I don't, I don't begrudge them any dollar. I hope, I hope they make billions of dollars, whatever their hearts desire. But I'm doubling down on the commentary I don't see anyone complaining about the media and the pressure and all of that stuff when you're signing a seven-figure deal. Does that make me a racist? Does that make me a sexist? Does that make me someone that hates black women and toxic and radioactive? I've been called all of those things. Radioactive, awful person that's a hater and you're jealous because Simone Biles and Naomi Osaka are so much better than you are at what you do, which is, which is true. I'm not jealous, but it's true that they're better at what they do than, than, they are, than I am at what I do. And I love to see that. I'm happy to see because anyone that follows Lance Day will tell you, I want to see other people make money. I want to see other people be great. I want to see other people reach their personal pinnacle and, and the zenith of their own mountain comparing themselves to their own greatness. I love to see people make money and I love to see people succeed. And if your success on paper looks better than my success on paper, I don't care. I want to see people do well. So when I, when I have, when I have friends in my circle that come up, get a new job, get a bigger house, have a child, get a new whip, get a raise, get a promotion, get accolades, have success. My friends in the media Avriana, big smirk. I want all of them to have more success, make more money, have bigger platforms. 
than I have. They're younger than me. They're more talented than me. They have a, a much higher ceiling than I do. And I'll be rooting them on to success. So I'm not a, I'm not a crap in the bro. I'm not one of these people that are angry that they're making all of this money and want to tear. I don't want to tear Simone Biles down. I don't want to tear Naomi Osaka down, but I'm tired of the narrative. And it dawned on me over the weekend, hey, this is my network. I can say what I want. I don't have to fake pretend like I'm okay with this like Stephen A. Smith does, like Max Kellerman does. Like even Skip Bayless won't touch this because Skip Bayless knows that if he touches this, he already has a brand of being a quasi-racist. I don't think he's a racist, but he takes he takes that side. He's been called out. Colin Cowherd has been called out. But even they don't want to touch this one because they know if they go after Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles, they're done. Out of the business. You'll have people campaigning. You'll have different organizations, the, the fraternities, the Divine Nine, Will descend Al Sharpton. I know Al Sharpton. I'm I'm going to Radio One, Urban Ones. I gotta be careful. But but Al Sharpton, people will be descending on you if you say the wrong thing. But I can say it. Hey, I'm black man B. I own the network. So I'm not gonna get censored by anyone. I'm not gonna get fired. I have a problem with the narrative that these women who are fantastic elite athletes ambassadors for their sports, pillars of the community, inspirations to young women of color in the United States, in Japan, in Haiti, and abroad. These people are not above reproach, man. This is business. It's business. I'm an advocate for mental health and continue to be an advocate for mental health. And I've said over and over, I love about both Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles, and I've had some time to let this marinate. I love that they're in they're in single sports. Tennis, it's not a team. Gymnastics, I mean, there's a there's a team element of gymnastics overall competition, but it's Simone Biles out there. You ever seen the feet of the people that are on a gymnastic t- team? The displaced toes. You ever seen that? You ever really watched that? What these what these young ladies sacrifice? The fact that you can't really put on a lot of weight. You got to weigh 98 pounds to make this work. You're not eating normal. You're not living normal. It's not a normal life. It's not something that I would want to do if I was in that position. It's like I was talking about Joe Biden last week. I wouldn't want to be the president of the United States. I think that that's a terrible job. For 400 grand, when I can make 40 million on Netflix, I'm taking 1% of what I could make to be president and have to deal with the Taliban and have to deal with CNN ripping me a new one, MSNBC ripping me a new one, or Fox News ripping me a new one, or all three of them simultaneously ripping me a new one. I wouldn't want to do that, especially if I was already rich. You know, Obama's, they didn't have any money. They needed the presidency to elevate themselves into the nine-figure club. They're not in the nine-figure club without the presidency. And Obamas aren't stupid. Don't think that they don't think that they weren't hustling and knowing that the presidency valued them. It, it made their valuation of the Obama Inc. significantly higher. Don't think they didn't know that. Don't think that this stuff isn't choreographed. Barack Obama is smarter than you. He's smarter than me. 
Michelle Obama, they're smarter than you, they're smarter than me, they're smarter than us. They knew what they were doing. But I wouldn't want that job. I wouldn't want to be a gymnast. Not able to eat, broken toes, ankle issues, all of that stuff, difficult to deal with. Then you got to deal with the creeps and the criminals like, like Nasser and the sick people that prey on these young ladies, which is deplorable. I don't know if I want to be Naomi Osaka. Dedicate your whole life to tennis. Not having a normal childhood. While your friends and peers are in high school and they're they're making out and going to drive in movies. And I'm not I've never been to Japan, so I don't I don't know other than a layover in Tokyo. I've never actually been to Japan. So I don't I don't know what what what's going on in Japan what the culture is, but I'm assuming Japan's a, a really nice country from what I've observed. I'm assuming there's a lot of great stuff going on in high school in Japan. And you're playing tennis, you're practicing your volley and trying to get an extra five miles per hour on your serve. Your friends are out driving their cars, making out, going to theaters, roller skating, whatever people are doing in Japan. They have, a, they have an advanced technology over i know in korea when i was over there they had they already had smartphones in korea in 2007 when i was there 2008 when i lived there so i'm sure there's a lot of great stuff for for teenagers to do in japan and you're on the wta trying to make a name for yourself but that's business am i supposed to be a feel sorry for these people because of the business that they chose to be in Am I supposed to say that, hey, you're exempt from your media obligations? Because guess what? If you, don't, if you don't have the relationships with the media that the WTA has, that Olympics has, you do understand those that defend and say black girl magic, black girl magic, black girl magic. You can't criticize Simone Biles because of black girl magic. You're a racist. You're a sexist. You hate black women. You despise us. I'm like, nah, I don't, I, don't, I don't hate black women at all. I, I love black women. I want to see people win. But nobody's above reproach. People with that take you to understand that Naomi Osaka doesn't make $55 million if there's no media access to the WTA. Because the way it works, let me put you up on some game. The way it works, NBC, CBS, ESPN, TNT, I don't know in Europe, BBC or Australia. I don't. I don't know the. I don't know the networks over in Japan and in Europe. These networks pay billions of dollars to air the games, and they sell commercials. So they sell the commercial space. That's how Naomi Osaka is able to have a deal with an airline company and Mastercard because they pay lots of money to air commercials. If there's no media availability, that real estate that they pay for is not as valuable. So usually the WTA, the NFL, you see Marshawn Lynch, I'm just here so I don't get fined. You seen Rashid Wallace back in the day, both teams played hard. People don't always want to sit in front of the media and answer the questions. It's a pain in the butt. Some people are, have anxiety. Some people just don't want to do it. But it's your job. You don't get to not do your job when you're making $55 million dollars. Or in Simone Biles' case, when you're not, when you're when you're raking in millions and millions of dollars in endorsements, 
it doesn't mean that I hate you. It doesn't mean that I'm not rooting for you. I think that they're both great, elite, fantastic athletes. I can't take my eyes when, when Naomi Osaka's playing tennis. I'm watching. I was disappointed that Simone Biles pulled out, not because of her mental health and, and putting some type of uh, casting, some type of aspersion on that. I just wanted to see her. I was disappointed that I wasn't going to be able to see her perform because she's the best in the world at what she does. And I wanted to see it. But she's not paid all that money to teach Jim in high school, right? If she wasn't on the grand stage, people are saying the grand stage is unfair. The media broke her. The media did not break Simone Biles. The media is not breaking Naomi Osaka. That's just not true, in my opinion. That's a, that's a weak-minded take. That's an excuse. That's rallying basically to say, you know what? I can do whatever I want to do. There are no repercussions. I have no boss. I'm not responsible. I continue to make the money. And I'm not seeing that from the athletes themselves. When I'm seeing that, I'm seeing that on my Twitter feed. I'm seeing that on my Facebook feed. I'm seeing that on my Instagram feed. A lot of my friends, particularly African-American women, well, I support her. You can't criticize her, Black Girl Magic. I'm a big fan of Black Girl Magic, but every single instance of life isn't Black Girl Magic. You're beholden and responsible in a business structure and capitalism. When you're riding high on the wave, when you're an icon, when you're a celebrity, when you're worshipped, people literally have posters of you on their wall, young people. Naomi Osaka has her own Barbie line. You don't get that without the media machine without the billions of dollars that NBC and these other companies plop down to air the events for them to ask you to make yourself available for 15 minutes for a presser. That's not institutionalized racism. And I want to double down on that because I'm tired of the narrow minded takes. I'm tired of this whole concept that I can do whatever I want to do. You have to acquiesce to my style, my vision and all of that. And if you don't, you're an evil person and you're a toxic, toxic masculinity that hates women of color. Cause next thing you know, people will be making excuses that they don't want to do their day job. So you're an accountant and you screw up the PL, you you round the decimal point incorrectly. Then you're talking about, hey, I'm having a mental health issue. I still gotta get paid. I still gotta get promoted. And I don't believe in that. The hard reality is people that make a lot of money have to perform. They're not like me and you listening. Small Biles, Yomi Osaka, better than me. Top 0.0000000001% globally of what they do. But with that platform comes responsibilities. And if you can't handle those responsibilities, that's fine. It's not my right to say or comment on the fact that you can't handle them or temporarily need to step away, but you can't have it both ways. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Simone Biles. I don't care if you're Naomi Osaka. I don't care if you're Kyrie Irving. I don't even care if you're LeBron James or Michael Jordan or, or Ali. Rest in peace. You don't get to have it both ways. With extreme talent and extreme celebrity, being a public figure, there are downsides to that. And the downside to that is you might have to spend 10 or 15 minutes answering questions that you don't really want to answer, but it's your job. It's business. It's not racism. 
Lance Day Show. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. We cannot teach grown people new tricks. Nah, you gotta get into it. We have to change the culture. And the reason the reason why we have to change the culture because it needs to change. So I'm been I'm in the school for two weeks. I'm ha- I had my first test. They get graded tomorrow. Um, I'm teaching them the culture about putting playlists together mm. like a mixtape, make their own mixtape. The best mixtape gets a platinum record or some headphones. That's dope. James Lewis. You cranks. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you get them you get yeah. them cranks? Yeah. So plug or, for cranks. Or or, or, or video game, because they've got some gamers. All right. You know, I got some students and I got 20 students. Boom. I get a call from School of Hip Hop. Again, they want you to go to ASU and teach a curriculum class. Wow. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. I see you favor a 45. Tonight I do. And I keeps one in the chamber in case you ponder it. Nice showpiece you got there. Walther, PPK, 380, double action. Hit them Walters like to jump some. That's real you, with one in your elbow. That gun ain't got enough firepower to make my joint useless. It definitely won't stop me from emptying out half my mag. You might not hit me. This range? And this caliber? Even if I miss, I can't miss. I admire a man with confidence. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. U.S. Hunger is embarking on a new initiative that will reshape the healthcare panorama. Having shipped food to over 150,000 homes, they are aligning with Medicare Advantage plans to enhance quality, risk adjustment, and star ratings. Many individuals who struggle to manage chronic illness, such as diabetes, hypertension, and COPD, also live within food deserts. U.S. Hunger provides healthy nutrition to families and communities. To hear more about our Food is Medicine program, go to ushunger.org. That's ushunger.org. So Kanye West, I've talked about Kanye West on this show. Actually, I don't really talk about him that much. People talk about his his mental state and perhaps he has delusions of grandeur. I don't I don't know all of that. I just know that Kanye West 20 years ago was a backpack rapper from Chicago making beats with sped up samples from the Motown era. Is that about right? Is that is that about some Kanye West up 20 years ago? He was sampling Shaka Khan. He went from that to being a, a multi-billionaire in less than 20 years. Like the ball, the ball used to fold corduroys at the gap. Now he owns the gap. So you could like Kanye West, you could dislike Kanye West, you could have some sort of feelings about beef that he's had with Jay-Z and, and his shenanigans and and the Christian rapping and his what seems to have 
personal demons and, and mental health problems at times. But, you know, we all have personal demons and mental health problems sometimes. So I'm not I'm going to rip him for that. Just like in the last segment, I'm not ripping Simone Biles and, and Naomi Osaka for having mental health times and, and issues. You know, I said the fact that Naomi Osaka cried at a press conference last week doesn't make doesn't make her weak at all. It's actually some strength in showing that. I just said that, hey, that's part of your job. So whether you like it or not, if you want to be a public figure and the greatest in the world of what you do, which you are, you might have to answer a tough question every tournament. That's part of your job. Kanye West, to me, seems like someone that's evolved significantly from the old days, which is the Kanye that I like. But one thing I've learned from Rampage, one thing I've learned being around a lot of hip-hop artists, they grow and evolve and they want the fans to grow and evolve with them. They don't want the fans to be like, yo, can I hear Jesus walks? They've already moved on. They moved beyond that. They moved into a different space. So they want you to embrace their journey. I listen to rampage. I've been at the crib with rampage. I've heard music that he has that he's, that he wants to put out. And he's in the now. I'm still bumping Wild for the Night. I'm still bumping the Flip Mode album from 20 years ago. But they got new bangers they're working on. And artists want you to embrace that. I remember I had my guy, Jay Zone, one of my favorite, one of the most influential people that have ever been on this show and influenced me is Jay Zone. Jay Zone's an underground rapper. A lot of people don't know who Jay Zone is. But he's a genius at beat making and sampling and now is a is a drummer and in, in, in drums in a funk band. But he's one of my biggest influences. And I remember having him on the show. And before we played the music, I was like, well, what do you want me to introduce you? He didn't want me to introduce him to his old music from 2000. He was like, here's some new stuff. Play this. In my mind, I'm thinking about pimps don't pay taxes. I'm thinking about orphan babies. But that's music that he made 15, 20 years ago. He's moved on to the next so we all have opinions about Kanye West and the tabloids and the TMZ and the Kardashians, all of that stuff. But one thing I will say about Kanye West, he's a heck of a marketer. Do you understand what he's doing with this Donda album? It's brilliant. It's genius. In Harvard Business Review, people will be writing about what Kanye West is doing with the Donda album many years from now. Because what he's figured out, I don't know if he ever released the album. If I was him, I wouldn't release the album. Kanye West is at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. He's at Soldier Field. He's at these huge venues that seat 60,000, 70,000 people. They're putting down 100 bones minimum, up to two, 500 bones to see Kanye West perform songs from his new album that hasn't been released or even just play the music. You're not even performing. He's not even milly vanillying it at times. It's not even like he's walking around the stage, lip syncing. He's just playing stuff from his new album. Well, think about it. If he puts it out on Apple iTunes or on Spotify, you're playing 99 cents a song. So someone like me, they're going, I'm going to go through the album. I'm going to listen to it once. I'm going to be like, man, these are three songs that I like. And I'm going to pay $3 for the three songs that I like. So you could, have, you could have some spanky like me cherry picking 
the three or four songs that I like and not buying the rest of the album or you could charge people a hundred bucks to 200 bucks to come see you perform. Why would he ever put the album out? No one's ever done a tour that's like, hey, if you want to hear this music, you exclusively have to show up at the stadium. You got to come to Soldier Field and sit next to 70,000 other people with masks on, with the Delta variant. You got to come and pop down 100. You got to put 100, 100 bucks down minimum to come and get tickets to be a part of the event. He's made it an event. We all know that Kanye West always thought that he was Michael Jackson. That's some Michael Jackson-ish for you. Only thing missing is the white glove. He has his own style. He comes out in the red fencing gladiator helmet or whatever he's got going on. You can't even see his face. He's walking around with a red bubble coat, red leather pants, red wife beater, Yeezys, Gap stuff. He's promoting Gap too. He's getting you 400 bucks. That's so smart. You don't got to deal with bootlegging. You don't got to deal with YouTubing. Somebody putting your stuff up and you're not getting paid. It's just like, hey, I ain't putting out no album, man. There's no, there's no CD. There's no MP3. You got to come into the stadium to hear this great music. And he has such a large following that people do that. He can tour and sell out stadiums with 75,000 people. You know, unless, unless COVID, really, we go backwards with COVID and we're back into the, the Stone Ages because of COVID, we go back to where we were a year ago, 18 months ago. You understand that, that this marketing genius, it's just brilliant. Instead of paying 10 bucks for, for the album, you're, you're paying 100 bucks to hear it once. Instead of 10 bucks to hearing it whenever you want to hear it, and I think, other, I think other great artists, people that have huge platforms and huge followings, they could do that. I love how people are circumventing the record labels, putting their own music out, able to do whatever they want. And I just hope that people are following that and watching that. Because that's what I see. People see the circus and they see that he's living in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. He had to get kicked out because the Falcons are at training camp now. And he's living, he's sleeping on stage and all of the antics. He's sleeping in some locker room. He's sleeping in 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 Julio Jones Julio Jones's old locker room in 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 Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta. He's living there, he's paying a billion bucks a week, all of that, yada 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 yada. That's all. That's all media hype. That's all sales. But what he's really doing is he's creating a new market because he's saying they used to have the term straight to DVD for movies. Your movie wasn't good enough. It goes straight to DVD. And that was kind of an embarrassment. If you put, you put out B movies, bad movies, I don't want to call anyone. On your movies, you had these hood movies like Paid in Full and Belly, which were just the line of demarcation. And they're, 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 they're classics to our community. But then you had movies that were below that. Some of the movies that State Property put out, stuff like that. They didn't go to the big screen. And this was before Netflix and Apple TV. So it went straight to DVD. It's almost like the master P line, straight to DVD. Well, now straight to DVD is a good thing because it means that you're independent. And if you're Kanye West, you don't need a label. You don't need a distributor. You're Kanye West. You're a multi-billionaire. You own Gap. You own your own content. I assume that he owns most of his masters or whatever. Maybe Jay-Z's in his pockets, whatever. But I love what he's doing. It's brilliant. 
it's innovated and, it, and it's going to work because no one will ever be able to pirate his stuff. Even if you came and snuck a phone in or snuck a tape recorder in, like, well, what's happening when Rerun snuck a tape recorder to the Doobie Brothers concert? You're not going to get the, the accurate sound that you need. You can't bootleg him. So for that, whether you like Kanye West or not, he's a pure, unadulterated genius. Lance J Show. AEP annual enrollment programs are launching in just a few months, and this is the perfect time to shop for the best insurance options for you and your loved ones. Learn more about individual and group insurance benefits with Engagement Health. Their diverse portfolio includes accident expense, specified disease plans, life insurance, and PPO plans. Engagement Health's licensed benefit advisors are just a phone call away to bring you optimal service in selecting affordable and unique benefit packages that meet your health care needs. Call Engage in Health today at 832-219-5829. That's 832-219-5829 and tell them that Lance J sent you.